Hey there, this is a Vision Partner recap. So this is a great conversation to listen to. If you missed uh, last night, October 26th, our Vision Partner meeting, if you want to brush up, I'm going to go kind of back through a few of the things I chatted about at the meeting with everybody. The first thing we did um, is we went through, um, we, we spent some time just kind of uh, talking about who needed prayer from our church congregation and spent some time sharing and, and putting people on each other's radar and some time praying um, for people from our church body. Um, we uh, After that, we talked about, it was our second conversation, uh, our second healthy discipleship culture conversation. So just to give you guys a little bit of a recap, um, back in, I think it was August, two meetings ago, we did a little bit of a survey on, on seven um, pillars of a healthy discipleship culture. We talked about them sort of big picture, and now we're going to go through them one at a time. First one was be before you do, which we talked about at our last meeting. It's just that idea that we're gonna um, that our value comes from who we are in Christ and not from for what we do for Christ or for God or for anybody. Um, it doesn't mean being isn't it doesn't mean doing is not important, but it's not uh, the end all be all of our identity. And last night we talked about number two. This is, and these are again from Pete Scazzaro, um, from the emotionally healthy uh, discipleship. Um, emotionally healthy spirituality, emotionally healthy relationships. He's, I mean, he's basically emotionally healthy, fill in the blank. That's sort of the kind of content he puts out. Um, but emotionally healthy discipleship is where these, uh, it's a book. Uh, he's also got a podcast you can find. It's called the Emotionally Healthy Leader Podcast, where he walks through these. It's It was earlier this summer, probably back in like June or July, he released episodes leading up to the release of the book. So, um so uh, the second one is follow the crucified, not the Americanized Jesus. So that's what we talked about last night. We talked about follow the crucified, not the Amer- Americanized Jesus. And in other words, follow the, the Jesus of the Bible, follow the Jesus that we, if you look at the account of scripture of Jesus's life, how he actually lived, um, those are the values that we're supposed to embody and, um, and pursue and follow when in, in, our, in, and Pete talks about some of the ways that in the American church we put different values, American values, Western values, whatever you want to call them, onto, onto into like they blend in with our faith, right? They get mixed together with our faith. Very similar to the reconstruct stuff that we've been talking about in church. We want to identify the things that aren't really a part of the way of Jesus. Truly, they've they've seeped into our idea of what it means to be a Christian in other ways. We want to recognize those for what they are. We want to follow the the real version. We want to follow Jesus genuinely with authenticity. So, uh, and Pete kind of recaps, um, in, in there's the podcast I'm along with the email I'm sending, I'll send you a link to that podcast. It's a, it's a good one. Um, he talks about consumerism. He talks about popularity. He talks about a desire to build something great, to build something bigger. The idea that bigger is, is bigger is better. Uh, numbers define success. Um, Talks about avoiding suffering and failure. These are these are like very American, very Western things that we tend to really value in ways that Jesus simply didn't. So the idea behind follow the crucified, not the American Americanized Jesus, is that we really need to commit to the actual Jesus um, of the Bible and to the truth of Scripture. Um, from there, we 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 in groups we kind of broke up and we were talking about this idea. We talked about how we might be tempted to Americanize Jesus, and um, uh, we sort of talked about how we churches, American churches, we like to really try to smooth out all the all the edges of church. That's something that uh, Ross brought up at the meeting. He he mentioned um, that it was a little bit like like uh, 
in America, Jesus had been in, like put through a tumbler over the last couple hundred years to like round off all the edges and really smooth out the message so it's really palatable for people. Um, we talked about how there's there's a lot of efficiency built into it. There's a lot of desire for scale and growth built into it. Um, we asked the question, which of the cultural forms of Americanized Christianity that I already mentioned? So the desire for popularity, the desire for greatness, for numbers, for impact, for uh, to avoid suffering and failure. Um, we talked about um, the forms, those forms and how they might, wh- which one we might be most likely to follow. So each person kind of, you know, pitched in and said, oh, that one might be me or, you know, um, a very popular answer I think was around impact and just the desire to like do big things and do great things. And there's a good motive there, but there's, there's a mixed motive there as well. Um, we talked about what it might look like for church to, to not Americanize at all the gospel message, to not, um, to not make things smooth for visitors, to not, um, to not try to make it, you know, palatable to not do those things. Um, and then we all started, but what, what does it look like to be Americans and Christians at the same time? Those are two different things. You can be them both at the same time, of course, but we need to try to not blend them into one thing, and we need to prioritize our faith, what it means to be a Christian. That needs to be our primary identity, and being an American should be secondary at best, right? Um, we can't blend them into one thing. We talked about the fact that they do get blended. A lot of politicians blend them for, to serve their purposes, in a lot of cases, uh, faith leaders, pastors, et cetera, will blend them to serve their purposes. Um, we want to we want to be Christians first and Americans second. We want to follow Jesus, uh, even when that is a little bit out of step with American values. So that was the discussion we had. It was a really good discussion, and we hope we hope that you guys will kind of continue that discussion. Um, get together, pull a few people together, and have coffee and keep it going. I'd love to meet with you if you want to talk more about it too. Um, I thought it went really well last night and, and uh, people definitely were engaged and, 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 uh, contributing to it. So I, I really appreciated that. After that, we talked about our upcoming conference, which is November 14th through the 21st. And our big push between now and then is to, is to get people to that conference. So for vision partners, um, we need you guys to be there we need you to not just be there yourselves, but bring people along to, to events that are happening at the conference. We talked about what we're calling 101 courses, which we're starting new this year. And we're basically committing to trying these for the next two years, these 101 courses. And what 101 courses are is really simple. We've got five of them, and we're going to rotate through them over the course of the year. Uh, we're doing one called Ownership 101. It's like an introductory uh, course about taking ownership of your faith. Um, we've got one called Bible 101 that we'll be running during this conference. Uh, our next conference happening in the winter, we're doing one called Family 101. In the spring, we'll do one called Leadership 101. That's about pointing others towards Jesus. And then in the summer, we'll do one called Holy Spirit 101. So all five of those 101 courses, there's going to be multiple chances during the conference weeks to attend those. I'm sending out a detailed calendar uh, of those events. Um, it's a little bit tentative. There's obviously there's things in next summer that could still change between now and then. There's a lot that could change, but we're going we're gonna to plan for that and then adjust as we need to. So you can check out the calendar that's in the email. Um, our goal is in the next year, so by this time next year, um, or essentially pretty much by Labor Day a year from now, we want all of our vision partners to, to go through all five of these courses. Some of it will be review information for you. 
uh, if you've been a Christian a while, for a while, some of the Bible 101 stuff, some of the, I mean, it's 101, right? So there will be some review, but we still think it's really important for us to be on the same page about about the basics of what we believe at LifeBridge, how we read the Bible, why it's important to uh, to believe in the work of the Holy Spirit, why um, why we need to take ownership of our faith. We can't just inherit it from our parents. These these like big picture ideas that are really important. Why we need to take ownership of of pointing other people to Jesus. Why it can't just be for us. Um, discipling our kids uh, in, in our marriage through that family one on one as well. So we are going to get those prepped, and um, and we'll be doing them for the first time at this upcoming conference. And like I said, we're hoping that our goal is to get every vision partner through all five of these courses in the next year. And uh, when you're able to, to bring people along with you as well. Um, we really, we really believe in this, uh, this model of this conference model of basically intentionally clearing the calendar and, and, and honoring people's time. And then, and then having this week where we focus in together, we're excited for it. And it's coming up in a few weeks here. So please uh, plan to be there and, uh, and yeah, we're looking forward to it. From there, we went to ministry team meetings, and uh, it was really good. We had a good, um, we had good meetings. Our, I, I was meeting with the stewardship team, and there's some good stuff that's coming out of that. The prayer team has some ideas of how they're going to get into people's homes and pray more, have kind of prayer gatherings on a on about a monthly basis at least. And um, connection team, the facility team, uh, family ministry team, and the conference team all I think all had really good kind of forward motion last night it's been exciting to see how those um, how the those meetings and and the teams are starting to take shape and they're starting to figure out okay here's how we're going to add value um, and uh, I think the picture is clearer to people than when we started a few months ago of okay here's here's how we're actually going to come together as vision partners and and be a part of, of serving the church together for these few hours every every six or seven weeks so um, it was very encouraging and I was, I was uh, very happy with how it how it went, and I think it's it really is starting to come together. So, um, we thank you guys for your patience with that, and uh, and for hanging with us as we as we've sorted out the kinks of these meetings. Um, if you missed, if you want to follow up and and do a do a call or a coffee with me, and I can catch you up more, I'd be happy to do that. Um, there's more information in the email that came along with this podcast, and uh, with that, um, I'm gonna sign off. So thank you guys so much, um, and we'll see you Sunday. Love you guys.